0: This podcast is produced by EnergeticCity.ca, your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To support local news and this podcast, go to EnergeticCity.ca slash join to find out more. Welcome to the podcast Secrets of the North, a podcast about true crime in Northern BC, recorded on the traditional and unceded territory of the Deneza peoples. I'm your host, Emily Gallen.
1: And I'm the co-host, Spencer Hall. Our podcast may and will contain mature content. Listener discretion is advised.
0: How are you doing, Spencer? I'm doing pretty good. How
1: are you? uh... Um,
0: I actually didn't tell you, I mean, I'm doing okay. I did tell you about my morning. Okay, tell me about your morning. It, It was a Monday morning, but today's Friday. Okay. Okay. So I'm getting the kid to, to daycare and uh, I open my Clifford the Big Red Van. um I open the side door, right? It's on a little track and I give it a little jingle, jangle. Yeah. It came off the track.
1: You just ripped the door off? I
0: ripped the door off.
1: Oh my God. But
0: I managed to, like, smoosh it in place enough to, like, driver to daycare, because I'm like, yeah, that's good. And then I was like, I had to go to yoga. So I'm like, I'll just go to yoga, too. So I go to yoga, and uh, I walk in. And I am like, something's off. Something. You know what's something's off? off. What? The door. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I left my keys. I locked my keys in the van. Well,
1: it's a good thing the door's broken. You can just rip it off.
0: I couldn't. Oh, my god, I no. I locked it. So that was, that was my morning. Both things are fixed now
1: your keys and the door
0: yeah oh cool yeah did so, you find
1: your zen while you were at yoga
0: yeah oh cool so you know it's a whimsical story for you
1: that was yeah that's i'm concerned now but i mean also those doors are the worst i accidentally I accidentally
0: i mean don't victim blaming i'm
1: not victim blame me. Okay, i'm telling good. you about how crappy the dodge caravan doors are good uh the dodge caravan doors by the way sounds like a cover band of the doors that was put together oh. by chrysler but um that's not sounds what that is like
0: the cover of my next ex date.
1: right um no, I accidentally. I felt really bad. Uh, I accidentally slammed uh, when I was with my ex. I accidentally slammed her finger into one of those doors.
0: Accidentally, Allegedly? no, one hundred percent. No, it was one okay. hundred. I felt.
1: I okay. still feel to this day. I feel awful about it. Good, you should. I should. Yeah. No. I. I mean. Yeah. We'll. We'll leave that there. Well, how about I take you down to Crime Town?
0: Take me down to Crime Town.
1: All right. So <laughs> police looking to identify two men posing with a potential handgun. Okay. Fort St. John RCMP is requesting the assistance of the public in identifying two men believed to be in possession of a handgun. On April 23rd, 2023, at 8.12 p.m., Fort St. John RCMP received a report of suspicious circumstances after a Taylor resident received video containing footage of two South Asian men exchanging what appeared to be a handgun in the parking lot of the Lone Wolf Golf Club in Taylor, B.C. See, I don't know. I don't know if I would buy a handgun in a golf course parking lot. (laughs)
0: I don't know if I'd buy a handgun in Taylor BC. I don't know
1: if I'd buy a handgun in a parking lot.
0: I recently signed up for my PLL. No, PLL. <laughs> See, that's how much I know about guns. I was like, I did you pass did, did you pass the PLL. test if it's a PLL? I did not. Well, I didn't take it. So oh. I'm going to sign up though.
1: Yeah, I've been thinking about signing up, but I just, you know, I, I don't know. But that, you know... We, t- Guns. Guns. Uh, some if people you're, like them. Some people don't. Some people like them. Some people are actually responsible handgun owners and yeah. aren't selling them in a freaking golf course parking lot. I
0: mean, tell me more. I want to know more.
1: All right. After posing for a photo with the handgun, the two men departed the area in a silver sedan with a sunroof.
0: Okay. Okay. So not stealth.
1: No. Um. I think that if you're going to sell a handgun in a parking lot, maybe don't take a selfie with it.
0: May- Spencer, we don't know. Maybe you are allowed to sell handguns in parking lots. I don't
1: think you are. Okay. Please tell me if I'm wrong. Mm. I'd love to know because I mean, there are people who own guns that are like you know responsible with them. Okay. Unfortunately, tell you just you just hear about the people who aren't responsible yeah. with them more so than the other ones. Um, that's all I have for you. Actually, the Fort Saint John RCMP are continuing to investigate. <laughs> And are asking anyone with information in this matter to contact the Fort St. John RCMP at 250-787-8100.
0: Okay, so, well, I have to put there, there must be some sort of photo or video. There is. I'm
1: going to rotate my screen so you can see the picture of the two men.
0: Okay, so we got two men in Taylor, B.C. We'll post the picture on our Instagram. It's, of course... Oh, that does look like a handgun. Right? What is, what, wait, what does that sign say? Don't dump. No dumping. No handgun sales. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know.
1: Um, it looks... enhance, and
0: hands and hands.
1: I can't. That's all I have. There's so many. There's like four pixels in this photo. Um, you know
0: what? They're just having. It looks like a. a discount, it looks like a Facebook. Honda
1: though. Or a. Oh nope. It's a Volkswagen. Okay. Well. Well,
0: apparently, uh in some a vehicle of some make and model. it's a silver. I'm pretty Silver sure car. I'm
1: pretty sure it's a Volkswagen. It looks like a Volkswagen, but Buddy's standing right in front of the head. If I could see the headlight, we'd be golden. Oh, I bet. Um, but anyway, yeah, they both of them, yeah, they they took some selfies with the gun. Um, and if you want to, if you know anything about this, you can call the police or you can call Crime Stoppers, 1-800-222-8477. You can be anonymous there and just be like, yeah, I know them. They sent me the selfie on Snapchat.
0: According to globalnews.ca, and I quote, "It is now illegal to buy, sell, or transfer a handgun anywhere in Canada." So in... definitely
1: illegal in a parking lot. Yeah,
0: so definitely not what we do at golf. Hey, you know, yeah.
1: you know, I felt like if it was legal, wanna... the police probably wouldn't put a release out about it. Well,
0: that's wild, Spencer. That's
1: crime corner. I don't know if I've ever had. I'm not really great at selfies, so I don't take a lot of them. Uh, I've been told that I make the same face in every single one.
0: I make the um, duck lips. The like
1: you do. Oh. I do Every the time. I just do the like I oh, could yeah, you, you do the I could have gas
0: or you could have sinister thoughts no it's like, it's like half gas half sinister
1: I, n- neither are happening I'm just uncomfortable excellent um anyway that's uh that's Crime Corner
0: okay thank you for that
1: now that we've been to Crime Town let's hear from our sponsors let's do that cool <laughs> personal, powerful conversations that deserve to be listened to. Before the Peace is an energeticcity.ca podcast now available on all major platforms that highlights Indigenous voices in Northeast BC. Hosts Jenna Moreland and Trey Lapraszynski will take you on a journey with an Indigenous lens on the history of the peace region. Find out more, go to energeticcity.ca slash before the peace. Check out all of our podcasts, go to energeticcity.ca slash podcasts. So what are we doing for this? Uh, what are we what are we talking about today?
0: We're talking about sexual offenders in the piece.
1: Oh, cheery topic. Yeah. I mean, not that anything that we talk about is cheery.
0: Yeah. So definitely a big content warning disclaimer at the top. We're going to throw some information on our social media page, uh, some links and some advice if you're going through a situation where you need some advice pertaining to these sad topics today.
1: Yes, and if you have personal experience and uh it's going to be really hard for you to listen, don't listen. We'll see you next week. Yeah. We'll talk to you in 2 weeks. We'll yeah. we'll see you another time. This is not for you. We don't want you to to trigger yourself just by listening to our podcast. That's not what we're here to do.
0: Okay, well, um, let's trigger ourselves, Spencer. Okay, cool. Let's do it. Let's do it. In 1994, a masked stranger unlawfully entered a residence in the Fort St. John area, British Columbia, Canada. As reported by the Vernon Morning Star, the intruder wielded a firearm, tied up the woman living there, and subjected her to sexual assault.
1: That's egregious, but I'm very curious as to why a newspaper in the Okanagan reported on this crime.
0: Uh, I can't tell you why, but I can tell you it's there. Okay. Facts or facts. I
1: mean, it's an important story and I'm glad someone reported on it.
0: Prior to the break-in, the perpetrator deliberately severed the phone lines as noted by the Globe and Mail. This disturbing incident bears resemblance to a scene basically from a horror film.
1: Like a legitimate one, or are you just saying that it's horrible?
0: Like any horror film you see, like especially in the 90s, you know when they cut, they're cutting.
1: That's straight out of Scream, isn't it? Uh, Was that Scream?
0: I think that might have been Scream. Wow. And I'm about to get...
1: You're about to get Scream, scream tattooed on your butt.
0: Yeah, okay. Uh, well, not on my butt. <laughs> no,
1: right. that's f- fake news. Um, that, Yeah, no, that's terrifying. But I'm pretty sure that is Scream, because like, she's on the phone, and then... Or, I don't know. Tell me if I'm wrong, someone. Um, but that's terrifying. And also, clearly, this case got a lot of... I, re- I retract my statement about the Ver- uh, the Vernon Morningstar, quality newspaper. I lived in Vernon for several years. But um, if the Globe and Mail is reporting on it, I'm assuming it was like obviously a very jarring and, and large-scale crime that it, it was very shocking uh, that they thought people should know about.
0: Hmm. Fortunately, like many careless criminals, the assailant left behind his DNA which would eventually be connected to a man named Randolph Byron Dunlop, years later in 2014.
1: What's that? The consequences of his actions? Mm
0: -hmm. So remember that the sexual assault took place in 1994, and so this is very many years later. This is 20 years later. Yeah, 2014. Randolph was a resident of Grand Prairie, Alberta, and was known to have been employed in Fort St. John at the time of the assault. Hmm. The distance between Grand Prairie and Fort St. John is approximately two and a half hours by uh, car.
1: Yeah, people usually schlep over there to do some shopping. Yes. I have not yet, but I plan to.
0: It's If you live in Fort St. John, it's like a rite of passage. Yeah, pretty much. And They're like, you want to go to a elsewhere. Costco?
1: Get over to Grand Prairie. Yes.
0: According to the Eagle Valley News, an article on March twenty third, 2017, said Randolph, then 60 years old, received a sentence of only eight years in prison from a British Columbia provincial judge after being found guilty of sexual assault with a weapon breaking and entering with intent to commit a serious offense and forcible confinement. To me, eight years seems so insufficient for a crime, so heinous, such a sexual assault.
1: No, I I agree with you. I think think he should also have to face extra time considering he and they, you know, didn't find answers for 20 years. That's going to multiply, you know, any, you know, how hard is that for the victim, you know, for 20 years? and you get eight years, he should at least get 20, so he has to suffer for as long as she did. But also, the justice system is not usually an eye for an eye, so it's difficult. I still think that eight years is a slap in the face.
0: Yeah, eight years ridiculous. And speaking of math, if Randolph serves eight years in prison, he will be released in 2025. Is that math correct?
1: Eight years plus 2017? Yes. Okay. Um, however... Sometimes they get released early if they were, if they, if they were good in prison, which mm-hmm. I think is silly.
0: Mm-hmm. And I did some research into the length of the sentencing because I did think it was too short. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's important to note that the length of a sentence can vary based on a number of factors, including mitigating circumstances such as the age of the victim and whether the accused pleads guilty or not.
1: What about if the accused didn't do anything for 20 years? about this crime. Like, it's just...
0: You, sir, get eight years only.
1: Oh, eight years. A fraction of the time that this poor woman has suffered for... Oh, man, that pisses me off. Anyway, sorry.
0: For example, if the victim in this case had been under 16 years old, there would have been a mandatory minimum sentence of six months to a year, depending on how the case was pursued by the Crown. However, since the victim was over 16... There was no mandatory minimum sentence, and the maximum sentence was 10 years for an indictment and 18 months for a summary conviction, according to CanadaLaw.ca.
1: I don't think that there should be a maximum sentence for sexual assault.
0: It just seems also weird, willy-nilly, how they're just deciding that. It doesn't seem long enough for a sexual assault.
1: I just, you know, here's the thing. Sure, okay, maybe, maybe there should be a maximum sentence for sexual assault. It should absolutely be more than 10 years.
0: It's also worth noting that sentencing guidelines can vary depending on the jurisdiction and specifics of the case. For example, in the United States, sentencing guidelines are determined by federal and state laws, as well as by the U.S. Sentencing Commission. These guidelines take into account factors such as the defendant's criminal history, the severity of the crime, and any other mitigating and aggravating circumstances.
1: So in Canada, that's not how we do things, though. Okay.
0: And according to Amnesty International, In Canada in 2018 there were 459 level 2 sexual assaults which means sexual assault with a weapon but only 260 of those were charged and what I think this means is that maybe they brought 459 to trial or maybe they brought forward 459 and only 260 of those were charged.
1: I think 459 cases of level two sexual assault, but they were only able to make the charges stick for 260. Oh. Um, and that is because in BC, um, when the police the police don't actually get to charge you directly, uh, a- unlike other provinces, uh, you actually, the police have to go to the Crown Prosecution and then they mm-hmm. decide what charges yep. are, are put forth.
0: And taking a little bit back to Randolph Dunlop here, you know, I, I don't think people just start their crime sprees with crimes like this. I think this dude had to been up to something prior, especially since this was stranger on stranger crime. Those are very rare.
1: Yeah. You have a little bit of experience into this, like with behavior.
0: Yes. And typically if you're going to be assaulted, it's going to be by somebody, you know, Hmm. and what this makes me think is that he was honing in on these skills for years. So he's
1: like, there are are other, you think there's other victims out there that haven't. I'm not the only one who thinks that,
0: uh, and I think he may have even started with burglary, such as the Golden State Killer in California. Um, right. Yeah, he started off with burglary, then rape, and then murder, and it was like escalation. Of yeah, events. because
1: he's not seeing any um, consequences for his crime. So he's going to start with burg. Actually, similar is the uh, the lipstick killer. Okay. Because he started with burglary, although there is kind of debate of whether or not he did it, because okay. it, the forensics in the 40s, believe it or not, were not that great. No, it was um, the 40s. Yeah, so like he started with burglaries and and all that to Mm -hmm. to get a little extra cash and then he
0: get your jollies up
1: i I, I guess uh and then he graduated to murder Mm
0: -hmm. oddly enough uh, recently i was in a backyard hangout the other weekend and someone brought up this case
1: oh weird
0: yeah so this is obviously secondly secondhand information but rumor has it
1: yeah so take that with a grain of salt
0: yes rumor has it that uh rudolph had actually visited the house prior to possibly buy something off the father the homeowner oh mm-hmm. so if that's true then it appears he was even stalking and staking out the scene possibly even knew that her parents weren't going to be home at the time
1: and this was in the 90 like in the 94 this, this was, was in 90. this was in 94 think of like how common that is now with facebook marketplace oh yeah like yeah you know, oh yeah cool i'll buy your wicker chair and don't then, go on the internet people yeah no don't go on the internet you will die
0: RCMP think that there may have been more victims and they urge anyone who can come forward to do so with information. Please call the Fort St. John Police at 250-787-8100.
1: I imagine you could also contact Crime Stoppers should you want to remain anonymous. You sure can. All right.
0: I wish that was the end, Spencer, but he is not the only person convicted of sexual assault charges in our area. Oh, shit. I really kind of hoped that he was. No, there's too many.
1: No, working in news, I know that that's not the case, unfortunately.
0: According to the Alaska Highway News, Ryan Fallows, born in 1991, has been charged and convicted for a sexual assault that took place on December 14, 2019. Fallows received a sentence of three years for his break and enter with sexual assault. In addition, he has been ordered to be put on the National Sex Offender Registry for 20 years, is subject to a no-contact order, a DNA order, and a mandatory 10-year firearms probation, as per the court records.
1: See... I get, like, the sentence of three years, that's not great. But there's also these other things. He has to be on the sex, sex offender registry for 20 years. Yep. He has no contact order, a DNA order. So now if, he, if his DNA pops up anywhere, we got him. Yep. And now he can't have firearms. That makes sense, as opposed to, yeah, here's 10 years. And or eight years, Hopefully
0: sorry. this means they're learning from the past, and they see, obviously, that, hey, if, say, Dunlop's, DNA was already in a database. If we had that back then, Mm -hmm. we probably could have solved other cases quicker.
1: I also wonder, you know, because 2019 and 94, obviously, that is either after or during the Me Too movement. I'm wondering what that has had. Because we're Mm. we're now seeing—because, I mean, it's not true, but— you know, it used to be said that rape was a gendered crime, mm-hmm. which obviously is not true. Uh, I got really mad because when I was in high school, we had the RCMP come in and they did a big presentation. And they're like, rape is a gendered crime. I'm like, no, it's fucking not. Um, but I'm wondering if this is not only the, that they're learning from the past, but also our attitudes towards women have changed mm-hmm. for the better. I hope
0: you're not going to like this. Oh, boy. Fallows was also charged with other crimes in 2019 that appear to have occurred prior to the sexual assault but the exact details of those charges are unclear but it is clear that Fallows has had a history of criminal activity prior to this recent conviction for sexual assault Mm -hmm. and like i said naturally this isn't the last case that we've heard about sexual offenders in this area spencer i we just don't have time to get to the mall today we don't have time
1: to get to the mall today no one thing that i do want to mention though is The Fort St. John veterinarian that was charged with sexual assault in Charlie Lake last last year, uh, his sentencing begins. We got an email from a lady. She emailed us about the case. Uh, The vet is Dr. Justin Sewell. He was and apparently still is my veterinarian, I found out. Uh, my dog went to the vet the other day and, uh, my partner took him in and was like, yeah, so he's still out. And I was like, what?
0: And his name was publicly put out in the newspapers, right?
1: His name has been published. Uh, and it was published uh, in 2022 and in 2023. So it's not news. Uh, well it is, but it's not. It's not new news. No. Um, okay. So he was arrested in April of 2022. Uh, I noticed Energetic City, this is her email by the way, sorry. Um, noticed Energetic City ran a story on his guilty pleas this past April. So he pled guilty and his sentencing hearing is in July. It starts July 10th. Um, we're recording this on the 7th for anyone who doesn't know. I think it's a very big local story, as does this listener, um, but I haven't seen much more in the news, and that's because there's a publication ban on it. Uh. Um, he's well known in the community, obviously. Uh, his uh, yeah. So they, they were asking if we were going to cover it um, because there's a publication ban. I don't know. Uh, we will need to have that conversation. That's something um, but obviously, we're trying. So she was wondering also if there were community groups that were going to be showing support for the victims as well. I did reach out to the Women's Resource Society, and they said, you know, we're here to support women and stuff like that, yeah. but um, we don't. Uh, just because there's the confidentiality, yes. uh, they don't want to jeopardize that, so that's okay. why they're, they're not doing anything um, for wonder. it. But anyway, we did get an email about Justin Sewell's upcoming sentencing hearing that will be taking place on July 10th to the 14th. Expect a story to come out Uh, And then you and I can talk about it. Um, I'm surprised that he is currently practicing veterinary medicine. I was very shocked to, uh, to to see his name on uh, my dog's prescription. Teddy had a little bit of an eye infection. He's fine. Okay, it's because yeah. he insists upon rubbing his face on the ground. It's disgusting. It's yeah, I know it's really annoying. He keeps doing it. Um, but his eye so far has remained uninfected. Uh, he's I can't fine. Say now. the same for my eyes. It's because you're constantly rubbing your eyes on the it's ground.
0: Because I only have one eye. Because my one eye got infected. So tell Teddy that that's what's gonna happen okay. to him if he yeah. keeps on rubbing. I'm his I'm like eyes you're on gonna have door. two glass eyes just like Emily. Yeah. And
1: right. you're gonna rip the door off of our van that we don't have. Mm-hmm um okay anyway that took a we needed to goof around because this was just such a heavy, heavy episode um sexual assault is something that i'm sure each of us have at least know somebody or have experienced it personally uh and it's not it's not good emily
0: it's not ideal don't love it
1: no i actually i hate it
0: I, it's
1: appalling it can go away forever okay well um that was depressing sure was uh thank you for joining us for your uh lack of serotonin and dopamine, whatever chemical your brain is just it's sad, it's sad. If um, listeners are having their own struggles with uh, you know, instances of sexual abuse that have happened to them or someone they know about, what resources can they access, Emily?
0: They can go to some 24-hour crisis information lines at 604-245-2425 or 604-255-6344. For Kids Helpline, you can use Six eight six eight six eight, and that's available twenty four seven. And if it's a Canadian human trafficking concern, open twenty four seven. You should call one eight three three nine hundred ten ten.
1: Excellent. Uh, and we'll make sure that th- that goes in the episode description. So if you weren't sitting there with a pen, uh, you can check the episode description. We'll make sure it's there. Um, where can I find you?
0: You can find me on social media at e to the underscore g, or you could find us. On social media at Seekers of the North underscore podcast. Yeah. On Instagram
1: and threads and threads and threads. I still don't know how to and use threads,
0: threads. And threads, and threads. I don't know. About it's
1: threads. currently the second day that it's been out just so everyone knows what day we're recording this. But, um, yeah, I don't know how to use threads. I'm scared. Uh, yeah,
0: you mentioned it. I thought it was a clothing.
1: Yeah, no, it, it sounds like a closing clothing, clothing <laughs> company, but I, like, uh, I feel like everyone's still being really nice cause we're trying not like they're trying not to make it like the next Twitter. So I feel like everyone's like quietly coming into the space. No mm-hmm. one's touching anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, like I say, I go fuck it up. yeah, we're going to fuck it up. Uh, Uh, Personally, I think, yeah, I give it a few weeks. Nice.
0: Okay. Well, Spencer, where can we find you on social media? You can
1: find me, hall.spence, on Instagram. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye, Spencer. I love you. Bye. I love you, too.